Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. Inflation pressures, high health care costs, and increasing taxes are all top concerns for retirees. But there are even more challenges to consider as you're getting closer to retirement. Philip is going to talk with us today about top retirement concerns that will shape the year 2024. We are so glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And really looking forward to this topic today, Philip, as we talk about some of the top retirement concerns for this year. And of course, this year being an election year, I think you've actually done some digging and have found some pretty interesting information to share with us about what we see with with the markets in election years. Well, it is. And it's not that I did the digging. We actually had our um, equity analyst in last week to to discuss uh, what's happening in the markets and that type of stuff. And he brought out this point that I thought was very interesting because everybody's concerned about the election and the markets, right? And and he went back and and since I, I guess the, the 60s or maybe in the 50s, he said, you know, if you look at the presidential election cycles, there's been three down years mm-hmm. and they all occurred when there was not an incumbent running. You go back to 1960, you had Kennedy, um, and you had one of the Bushes, I think, in 2000. And then in 2008, you had President Obama. Mm-hmm. All of those ran as non-incumbents. And so those are the only three years in a presidential election that the markets were actually down. Mm-hmm. In all the other election cycles, uh, presidential election cycles, clarify that, um, the markets were actually up the year. So I I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And and I think it's a good reminder also to, I I think, maybe look at these things in more of a broader lens. It's really easy to look at the the day-to-day activity on the markets and get really caught up in worrying about that. But would you say that brings us some perspective to keep in mind as we're thinking about these things over, over the long term? Because, I mean, generally speaking, the markets do tend to go up unless something really, really major happens. It's kind of a, a good perspective to have on, on retirement yeah, investing. I, so. I mean, it's definitely, definitely a way to, you know, calm some of the fears because we obviously, it looks like we're going to have an incumbent running this year. So, um, you know, but that's historical and, and there's nothing to say that that's what's going to happen this year. But but statistically speaking, there's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's good information to have. And and again, we can look back at these historic trends. Of course, we, we have to put that disclaimer out there that we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know exactly what will happen. And that's why we use that word planning so often here on this show, having that plan in place. So that way, no matter if the markets go up, down or sideways this year, you know what's going on with your money and you aren't overexposed to risk. I think that's probably the the big message that we want to put out there. Absolutely is the big message. For sure. So here's what else I thought we could talk about today here at the start of the show. I have a list of some of the questions facing retirees and pre-retirees here in 2024. And we'll just kind of go through each of these. They're about different topics uh, related to retirement. The first question that a lot of people are, are wondering or are frustrated about Medicare premiums. What's going on with Medicare premiums going up in 2024, or, or will that continue to be a problem? And, and this is an important part of, of our retirement plan. It definitely is. is the, the medical expenses that we have is it's a big deal. Now, we all know that Medicare Part B, it, it creeps up a little bit, and it, it's going to go up some this year. Not huge, but, but it's going to go up a little bit. I mean, you got a little bit of a break last year because it went down, so you expect it to go back up this year. I think the one that's going to catch people by surprise is going to be their Medicare Part D premium. Mm. That's the part that covers their prescriptions and their drugs. That is going to go up substantially. I mean, I've seen reports that it could go up as much as 57% from what people were paying the prior year. Now, that's a big jump. and And I know that it's because drug prices are going up and specialty drugs are hitting the market left and right. I also know that Congress is working on at least trying to hold some of those costs down. So maybe this will be a 
um, you know, a, a, a cap put somewhere in there, but not going to happen this year, not for right now, and not going to help as far as Medicare Part D premiums this year. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's one to consider. Another question that some people might have is what's going on with pensions? Could this be something that kind of makes a return? It sounds like there have been a few companies, at least, who have started to make some changes here or some different offerings with their retirement. What, what do you think about that? Well, I, I think that, and I've seen a few little headlines here and there, not, few, nothing yeah, yeah. huge yet, um, but we are starting to see some of the bigger companies start to play back around with pensions. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and so what they're doing, though, is they're, they're doing pensions and they're doing away with their 401k match. Um, so, you know, they, they're, they're not, they're not doing that plus mm-hmm. it's one or the other. And so I guess my concern is, is, you know, they're starting this now. What's that going to look like for folks? And is that really, you know, is that going to give them a, a good retirement base to go from? I think it's probably a step in the right direction. But believe me, it's not going to be the pensions of old that, that yeah. we all remember our grandparents have. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and we've talked about that before here on the show, just the fact that there were so many changes to our retirement system with the introduction of the 401k versus the, the pension that so many people used to have. Um, you know, a common question for a lot of people, where should I live in retirement? And, and there are a lot of different factors to consider, but but certainly that's that's one of those things that a lot of people consider when they're getting close to retirement, right? It, it really is. And immediately you think of states that have no income tax as a big one. But, you know, when I'm looking at uh, some of the top places to retire in this uh, uh, this, uh, little article I was reading, we didn't hit very high on some of the lists. Actually, the number one spot scoring 10 out of 10, get this, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. What is it with Pennsylvania on this list? (laughs) You know, here's, you know, I I think they took into consideration yeah, they took into consideration home prices, mm-hmm. which in that area, they say they average about $224,000 um, compared to the national average of over 400000 You know, so you got that. You also have some quality health care there, which is important to folks that are retiring. So I thought that was kind of interesting yeah. as well. So, and if I remember right, from another article I read, it looks like the top four communities, towns, cities were actually in Pennsylvania Yeah, to live in retirement, which obviously is not for the weather. <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody in the Pennsylvania Travel and Tourism Bureau paid somebody off for that. Well, for you know, for people who are trying to figure out how to answer some of these questions, talk a little bit about your process for helping people analyze their situation and start to to work through some of these factors and some of these questions that they're trying to find answers to to prepare for retirement. Absolutely. You know, several years ago, we went to work and started really developing our process. And and we developed our process called the core retirement design because we want to be able to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. You know, we look at three specific areas. We look at risk, we look at taxes, and we look at income. All three of those things are vitally important to folks that are getting ready to retire or who have already retired. They say that the window is 10 years before retirement, 10 years after retirement, the decisions you make can be very, very impactful on your, basically, retirement the rest of your life. So, hey, give us a call at 863-285-3815. Let's you and I talk about our core retirement design and make sure you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside going through some of these key retirement-related questions that a lot of people are mulling over here in 2024. Here's another one. Um, will the Biden administration raise the retirement age or or Congress or whoever ends up signing off on that? Um, you know, what what do we do if, if the retirement age ends up getting raised through things like Social Security? 
Well, first off, I think they have to deal with Social Security, and that's a good possibility that we will see. We've seen some proposals floated up there now yep. that they will maybe start to look at this. Here's what folks have to remember. It's not going to be, we're going to change it today and it takes effect. Sure. It's going to be a scaled effect, just like there is right now, a scaled process. You know, when you're born in 1960, now all of a sudden your retirement age was 67, but it took like 10 years to get you there. So I suspect we'll see the same thing, but they've got to do something to shore up Social Security. And that is probably one of the biggest options is to change that from 67 to 69, or I've even seen 70 floated out there. Um, But to me, they need to change the early retirement from 62 to 65. That would shore up uh, even more that Social Security gap. And we'll see what they end up coming through. That's going to be a political hot potato, believe me, when they start working on that. Yeah. That's why, Jen, it's it's so important that you have a plan in place. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that takes into consideration the different options that may be thrown out there for Social Security. And and that that's part of our process is that income planning piece so that so we make sure that that the the income that we have is going to be there no matter how long you live. And and I get kidded all the time because I'm going to run the numbers out to 100. So I don't, I'm not going to live that long or I don't want to live that long. I get that one too. <laughs> right. um, and, and I get it. But you know what? The possibility with the improvements we've continued to make in medicine, yeah, makes you, you do? have yeah. to have to make the plan. We've got a plan to get to age one hundred, and so that's what we do here at Styler Financial. We're going to make sure we've got a plan that will work to you reach age one hundred, and so that's our core retirement design, folks. Give us a call and let's walk through that process. Let's get you started especially if you're five years or less out from retirement. Vitally important. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Let's schedule your core retirement analysis. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. More insights from Philip are coming up next. Stay with us. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? You could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine the difference an extra $100,000 could make in your retirement. Statler Financial Services can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Would you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Statler Financial Services can help. 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Now, the IRS tax code is full of thousands of sections. They all have their own definitions and rules and fees. And no matter what you know about what's in there, taxpayers are legally bound to follow all of them. And this is where we can get ourselves into a little bit trouble of trouble because it can be awfully confusing, Philip. We all know we need to file our taxes every year, even though it can be overwhelming and complicated. But you say there's a more proactive approach that pre-retirees should take. Talk a little bit about the difference between getting our taxes prepared and tax planning. Well, you know, we all have to get them prepared, yes. right? I mean, that's the government wants you to file your return by April 15th. Yeah. That's adulting 101, right? 
That's right. <laughs> you know, pay your taxes if you owe anything because they want their money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's history, right? I mean, that's if we're filing our 2023 taxes. We're going to file them in 2024. Guess what? There's not much you can do right. to reduce your taxes once the year is gone. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be proactive when it comes to taxes. And that means looking at ways to minimize your required minimum distribution. It means, you know, what else can I do? You know, can I use some charitable giving to help offset things? There's there's so many things we can do, but but it, you know, it doesn't help to know all these things if you don't have a plan in place to use the tools that are available. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about when we should start thinking about this, thinking about tax planning, learning about some of those tools uh, so so we can have that benefit for our finances down the road in the future. It's never too early yeah. to start planning for taxes, right? And, and so what a lot of folks don't understand about taxes is they don't go away. Mm-hmm. You know, people, I get this call all the time. Hey, look, I'm retiring. I'm not going to be working anymore. So I don't have to worry about taxes, right? The answer is wrong. Right. (laughs) You do still have to worry about taxes. And the time to plan for your retirement and taxes is about the time you get ready to retire. Yeah. We need to make that plan now so that we can reduce your taxes because it's not a, I can do it all this year or I can do it all next year. It takes a plan, and sometimes it takes four, six, eight years to accomplish the the plan to get folks to the point that they can pay the least amount of taxes possible in the foreseeable future in retirement. And so it's, it's not a, oh, I'm going to do that next year, and it's all done. It's, it's a planning process, Jen, and, and it takes time to accomplish it. Yeah, and, and I think that is... Um, it, it's easy to put these things off, Philip, for a couple of reasons. First of all, you you kind of trick yourself into thinking that you have more time to take care of these types of things. Um, and, and also, it can just be a little bit overwhelming. It's it, it, it's not a lot of fun to think about. But the reality is, when it comes to what's going on with our tax code, um, we know that there are already some, some changes that are coming because the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act it changed tax rates. It dropped tax rates for a lot of people, but it expires here before too long. So talk a little bit about just that that window of opportunity that's starting to slide shut because we are coming up on the sunset of that current tax policy. We, we are, Jen, and, and folks don't really realize what that means. They they think and believe that means their their tax rates are going to go up, and they're absolutely right. That is going to happen. What they don't realize is the brackets are going to go down, mm. which means less of your money is going to be taxed at that 10% bracket or less of that money is going to be taxed at the 15% bracket than is currently taxed at the 10 or 12 now. Mm-hmm. And so in, in this law sunsets the end of 2025. So in 2026, you're going to wake up to a new tax law, a new tax code back to what it was prior to the Trump change. And so we need to take advantage of that while we can and and see if it makes sense to start shifting some dollars from taxable to tax-free. And it takes planning. It takes discipline to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But, but you need to know what your options are, how they work, and what the end result is going to be. And, and that's really, again, part of our core retirement design, where we help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. Taxes is a big part of that. We look at charitable giving. We looked at Roth conversions. We look at all those different things that are important to reduce taxes in our core retirement design. If taxes are a big deal for you, give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863 863- Two eight five thirty eight fifteen, and let's see what opportunities you have for a tax-free retirement down the road. That number again: eight six three 
285-3815. I think that sounds pretty good, Philip, when you talk about this idea of a a tax-free retirement, finding ways to be more tax efficient in retirement. And of course, as I said, you know, we, we know that these changes are already baked in as far as the expiration of our current tax policy, but also there could be other proposals that, that pop up between now and then as well. When, when you have a, a possible change in the makeup of Congress or you have some sort of proposal put out there, we have a lot of government spending. Uh, our, our national debt is really big, and a lot of people think that you know tax increases are going to be one way to deal with that. So just, just talk again about the fact that there are changes in tax policy. It's important to take advantage of current tax planning opportunities now, but also we can can't prevent some of these changes from happening, but having a plan in place can help us navigate through some of those changes a little bit smoother, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, and we can plan ahead for a worst case scenario as sure. well. I mean, if you think about it, Jen, you made some some good points, valid points. The, the one that, that didn't mention is interest rates have gone up substantially. Oh, yeah, yeah. And as the government has this huge debt looming over his head, they have to pay interest just like you and I have to pay interest mm-hmm. when we borrow money. And so if you think about what the interest payments have done since COVID and the increase in interest rates, you know, the interest rates have more than uh, quadrupled, which means our national debt payment has gone up substantially as well. How are they going to deal with that? Hmm. The only way, because they, they seem to not be able to cut, expen- cut spending, is they're going to have to raise taxes in order just to cover the increase in interest expense that we're going to have as a country. And so if you think about that, we can see down the road, taxes are going to have to go up exponentially. And they always say, well, yeah, it's only going to affect those people that make over 400000 Folks, I tell you, the math does not work. To tax people that make over $400,000, it just doesn't work. Hmm. The tax rates are going to have to affect those of us, rank and file, that are middle income people that are making sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year. It's going to come down to our level in some way, shape, or form. We just don't know what that looks like or when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, you have to be prepared for it, Jen. Yeah, you you absolutely do have to think about that. And it you know, I feel like that that happens a lot, Philip, when you talk about people who who might make assumptions about who some of these changes will or won't won't impact and and it's easy to say, "Oh, that will only impact, you know, the super wealthy. That won't impact me." But there's such a slippery slope here. Um here here's another way where where we might potentially be impacted. The age when somebody has to start taking their required minimum distributions, their RMDs, that's 73 years old. Talk about the impact that RMDs can have on our on our taxes and certainly those federal income taxes. Yeah, RMDs, that, that stands for required minimum distribution. So the IRS says, Congress says in the tax code that when you hit a certain age, you must start taking money out of your IRAs, your 401ks, your, any of your retirement plans. It's not an option. You have to take it out whether you want to or not. And and I run into this all the time, Jen. I have clients that I don't need the money. I don't want to take the money out. doesn't matter. Hmm. So there are some things that, that folks can do because it, it does does have a big impact, right? If, if you have to start taking your requirement distribution, I mean, now that's at age 73. It impacts how much of your Social Security is taxable, how much of your other income ends up being taxable, um, it's, it's a big deal. And it starts to impact. The bigger your IRA, the more impact it has. If you think about folks that that are retiring and walking out with $250,000 or $500,000 in all their retirement accounts, then their RMD can be a substantial amount of money that is going to impact their tax situation. Um, and, and so it's one of those things that we have to have a plan in place of how are we going to deal with all the tax implications that are that are going to be out there. That's just a fact that we're going to have to deal with, Jen. 
Yeah, yeah. So so again, this is why we talk about planning. We talk about being strategic here, certainly with things like our required minimum distributions. You need to be aware of the impacts on those withdrawals from from your retirement accounts, the impact on your taxes. This is why it's important that we talk to somebody like you, Philip, who guides people through retirement each and every day to help us develop a strategy for taking money from those retirement accounts, for being tax efficient with the way we do that, and creating a strategy for our income so we don't outlive it in retirement. All of that is part of the the planning process that you guide people through. Absolutely is, Janet. You know, I've got over 40 years of, of tax experience behind me to help in that planning process. But but all that put together, we developed our core retirement design to help people design that retirement they dreamed of. And we look at three important areas of retirement. How much risk are you taking on in retirement? A lot of people have way too much risk than they need. And there's other folks that don't have enough risk in their portfolios. Both are extremely important to know. Taxes are important. How can we reduce our taxes in retirement? And then thirdly, income. What is our income plan? How are we going to take our income? Where is it going to come from? And what's the tax implications when we do? All that is wound up in our core retirement design. Give us a call today at 863-285-3815. That's 863 285 3815. Let's you and I have a 30-minute conversation to make sure you're on the right track to the retirement you always dreamed of. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. More insights from Philip are coming up next. Stay with us. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. It's nice when you get everything on your list in one place, isn't it? Philip Statler at Statler Financial Services agrees. That's why he offers comprehensive retirement planning all under one roof. You shouldn't have to go one place for information about tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Statler Financial Services was started. Philip wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement. Statler Financial is more than just convenient. They're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Philip Statler and his team to talk about your retirement plan, all of it? Call 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, one stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. 863-285-3815. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. I want to help you understand some things. Number one, timing of your RMD, because they could potentially push you into a higher tax bracket. Imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up penalties along with taking regular withdrawals and paying taxes. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rezac. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rezac alongside the IRS Comprehensive Taxpayer Attitude Survey found that about half of taxpayers use paid tax professionals. So there are a lot of tax preparers out there across our country, but who should we turn to when it comes to tax planning in retirement? You know, Philip, I know we talked about this earlier. There's a difference between tax preparation and tax planning and who we're talking to getting that financial guidance from matters here as well. Talk about the different types of financial professionals and the benefits of working with a retirement planner. Well, you know, Jen, it's it's a different philosophy when we start looking at retirement because people start early, right? They start putting the, the 401ks. A lot of companies have 401ks or simple IRAs. So, so these young guys, they start investing early, which is good, which is very good. It helps them start to build up, you know, but, but the younger you are, the more risk you can take because you got time on your side. You're still working. 
and, and that works good, right? While you're working, you're building, and then you get to your 50s and, and 55 and 60. Well, now retirement's on the horizon. We don't want to have another 2008 or another 2000 happen when we're planning to retire in the next two or three years. That would not be good. And so what happens is, is that we're in this growth mindset. We want to grow our portfolio. Nothing wrong with that. However, when we get to the point of time that we're going to retire and we're not going to be working anymore, then risk becomes something that we have to have under control. Mm-hmm. We can't be sitting out there like we were 25, 30 years old. We've got to back off. And it's just a different um, relationship. It's a different standard that we need to use when we head into retirement. S- keeping what we have is more important than making that 8, 9, 10% return. Uh, because 8, 9, 10% return may mean that we're down 30% one year too. That's what we can't afford. And so it's just a working with a retirement planner. They understand the change of nature when we go from being a a working person working to a retired person. It's a big difference in the way we handle our finances. And so that's what we look at when we start looking at retirement planning. What do we expect? What are people going to do? For their retirement. And that's what we put together is this whole worksheet of where's our money going to come from in retirement, Jen? That's mm-hmm. what's important. Yeah. It's so common to be working with different people, you know, for our brokerage accounts or on our taxes and that type of thing. It's very common to have all that different type of guidance in all these different areas during our working years. But it's just important to recognize the the change that happens when we get into retirement because everything changes with where our income's coming from. Our whole financial uh, picture really does evolve. If we are thinking about retiring in the next few years, what are some things we should consider doing right now to help make that transition as smooth as possible? Well, a couple of things. One is, is you need to have a plan in place. If you're three to five years out from retirement, you should have a written retirement income plan in place. So you know, when are you going to start drawing Social Security? Where's your income going to come from? So that's number one. You need to have a plan in place. Number two You need to know how much risk you currently have in your investments so that you can make the changes that need to be made now before you retire so that you're on the right track when it comes to the whole risk thing. And then maybe while you're working, you don't have time to make changes or it doesn't make sense to make changes from a tax perspective, but you need to have that plan in place so that when you do retire, you know what the next steps are to get you in the lowest tax brackets possible for the rest of your retirement life, hopefully even being able to get you to the point you pay zero taxes in retirement. Not always possible, but something you need to look at. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure I've asked you this question before, but as it relates to planning for retirement and, you know, our topic right now is, is tax planning, is it ever too late to get started on doing these things as we're getting close to retirement? It's not too late. It may make it a little bit more difficult, but it's never too late. It's always better to have a plan than not have a plan. Even if you've been retired for five years and you say, look, Philip, I don't I don't have a plan. It's not too late. We can sit down and make sure that you've got a plan in place to get you from where you are for the rest of your retirement life. That's what our core retirement design does. Give us a call and let's start that process. Let's Analyze where you are now and make sure that you're on that path to the retirement you dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Let's walk through your core retirement analysis. That number again, 863-285-3815. 
3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. That number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today a little bit about this whole tax planning piece. It's so important that we don't overlook preparing for taxes and the impact that taxes can have on our retirement. Let's just talk a little bit about what goes into creating a tax-efficient strategy for retirement. This is not one of these areas, Philip, where we all know that we need to pay our taxes, but nobody wants to be overpaying in, in taxes. We want to be efficient here. That's right. We do want to be efficient. And um, sometimes efficiency means that we're paying some tax today to keep from paying a lot more tax down the road. And so when we talk about some of these different options, folks need to understand that it may not be a direct tax savings today, but the idea is we want to reduce taxes for you and your family for the rest of your retirement life. That's our goal. And so, you know, when we look at some different options, one is Roth conversions, right? We're going to convert our IRA to a Roth IRA because a Roth IRA grows tax-free. And so tax-free is much better than taxable in my book. However, when you do that, you have to pay tax, right? There's no free lunch here, folks. When you make that conversion, you're going to have to pay some tax. And sometimes that creates enough income that you have to pay more tax on your Social Security. You may even have to pay a higher Medicare premium for a year or two to get through the process. So you need to understand that there's always a trade-off. But if we're looking long-term, which everybody should be looking long-term when it comes to investments and taxes, there are ways that you can cut your taxes long-term. It may mean we have to pay a little bit now in order to save later. But that's the whole process that we work through to determine what that plan looks like for saving taxes in retirement, Jim. Talk about creating a plan that addresses taxes in the future when we don't know what tax policy will be in place 20 or 30 years from now. I mean, that's the real challenge. It's one thing for us to to know what's going on with our current tax policy, but how can we create a plan that's going to help us address this that far down the road. Well, you're right. I mean, it's hard to understand the current tax policy too, right? So <laughs> that's uh, that can be an issue too. Yeah. But but it is. So we know what's going to happen in the next three years. We don't know what's going to happen beyond that. Yeah. We can make some assumptions, and that, that's really all we can really do, right? We we can make some assumptions based on the current atmosphere of what's happening right now in the whole world we're living in. And so we know based on just pure economics that, you know, when interest rates go up, if we're borrowing money, our payments are going to go up. And so we know ultimately uh, that taxes are going to have to go up. We, We don't see a way around that going forward. And I think most people understand that. We may not know the exact outcome of what that's going to look like or who's going to have to pay the tax, but we can agree that from today, taxes have to go up. And so that's the premise we have to work on, that we need to move as much now and pay tax today versus higher taxes later. And and so that's kind of the premise we have to work on. I, I know even me, myself, right? Hmm. I, I use a Roth, you know, I'm, but I'm not using tax deferred. I'm not deferring to anything right now, you know, from a, a retirement standpoint, because to me, it's better to pay the tax today and have tax-free income down the road. And so that's, um, those are the things we look at though, when we start looking at how can we save money down the road when it comes to taxes? And, uh, we don't know, you're right. We don't know what the future holds. Right. But we know the, the direction our country is going, that you can't really see a way that taxes won't go up. And so that becomes the issue. The question is, for older folks, is, is it going to happen You know, the next 10 years or is it going to happen in the next 20 years or 30 years? That's the question. And we don't know. But 
you know, it's going to, if it doesn't affect you, it's going to affect your family. And so we look at the whole family unit in terms of, of how our taxes are being. Yeah, it's just it's just one of these areas that we need to make sure that we're not overlooking. Talk to us a little bit about your process, Philip, that you walk people through when they want to start getting serious about preparing for retirement and putting in those those plans that help them ensure that they won't outlive what they've saved. Absolutely, Jen. We have and developed our core retirement design. And that core retirement design focuses on three areas when it comes to retirement planning. One is risk. How much risk do you have? Is it the right amount of risk for where you are in your life cycle right now? Taxes. What can we do to reduce your taxes for you, your wife, your family going forward? What can we do today to put you in a better position for taxes down the road? And then lastly, income. Where's your income going to come from? Do you know where your income is going to come from when you retire? Which bucket? A lot of people have what I call a junk drawer. They have a lot of different accounts, but they don't have a plan on where their income is going to come from. That's what the core retirement design does. It designs that income plan so that you know where your money is going to come from, when it's coming from there, and how long it's going to last. Folks, Full retirement design will help you design that retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to get started on your core retirement design. There are so many big decisions you have to weigh as you head into retirement. Coming up in our retirement yay or nay segment, the pros and cons of retiring without leaving an inheritance. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Do you actually read your financial statements or do they get tossed in a drawer and forgotten about? You could be making an expensive mistake by not taking the time to look at them. If you're paying high fees in your retirement portfolio, it could be costing you tens of thousands of dollars or more over your lifetime. Imagine the difference an extra $100,000 could make in your retirement. Stadler Financial Services can help you uncover any hidden fees in your retirement accounts. Call today to schedule a time to talk about your situation. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. When you're close to retirement, every dollar matters. Would you like to know where your money is going? Find out what kind of fees you're really paying. Statler Financial Services can help. 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And there are so many big decisions that you have to weigh as you head into retirement. So what we like to do here on the show, take one of those big decisions, really dive into the pros and cons. We call this retirement, yay or nay. And uh, I think we'll have some fun with this week's topic, Philip. It is leaving an inheritance or not to leave or not to leave an inheritance. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So depends on if you're giving or getting. Probably. I know. <laughs> I think I think so too. Uh, so here's here's some research that I did. I thought this was kind of interesting. Do you know who Daniel Craig is, the actor? Please say yes. He play, he yeah. played James Bond. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got to tell me what they did. I, I, know, I, I know. I know. Quite distasteful. You have to have his accent. Think about his lovely Scottish accent when you think quite distasteful is how he describes the idea of leaving his children an inheritance. There's a bunch of celebrities and who've come out and publicly said they are not going to do this. They're going to. Uh, they're. They're not going to leave money to their kids. They're going to give it to charity. Daniel Craig's quote is: "Isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you failed?" And he says he plans to get rid of it or give it away. 
Uh, Gene Simmons of KISS. He's not going to leave his kids penniless, but he doesn't want them to become rich off of his money. And Warren Buffett says relatively little will go to his three kids. He's going to leave uh, $2.1 billion in stock to their philanthropic organizations, but the bulk of his fortune will go to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So <laughs> so the, the Gateses are going to do all right off of Warren yeah, Buffett. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. But, so I find one thing a little interesting there, right? Sure. So, um, especially Warren Buffett, right? He's going to leave $2.1 billion stock to each of their philanthropic the, Yeah, so the kids, right? I mean, they're all doing all right. <laughs> they're yeah. they're going to run it, right? And and I'm sure they'll get paid for running their own sure. organization. So so it's not like they're going to starve to death, right? It's uh, And so, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It's, uh, but, you know, it's, you got different people have different opinions on yeah. what they want to do, what they want to leave to uh to their kids or their grandkids right so it's it's obviously a personal choice um as to what they do but it is interesting to see wealthy people and and their take on leaving uh inheritance to their kids yeah you know one of my favorite ones real quickly before we move on into the pros and cons gordon ramsay the chef he yeah. he does not let his kids ride in first class when, when they travel. They have to sit in coach because he's like, they haven't worked hard enough to earn this. They, they're they not. And I think it's it's Shaq who reminds his kids, we're not rich. I'm rich. Not you guys. <laughs> so those are those are pretty good. Just keep everybody grounded. Just keeping it real. So. But you're right. There's there's no wrong answers here. This is, you know, a matter of personal preference and, and personal beliefs, but just kind of interesting to see some of these trends with some of these uh, ultra wealthy people and celebrities and what they're planning to do with, with their money. Okay, so let's get into the yays and nays of leaving an inheritance. So if you do want to leave an inheritance to your heirs, let's talk about some of the things that you ought to be thinking about, Philip. What are what are some of the the boxes that we want to check if we're on the yay side of this? There's quite a few that I think people need to really and truly consider before they start giving away, you know, mm-hmm. all their money. And, or and on one thing we should kids, right? we should say really quickly also, you are not an estate planning attorney. And this is not legal advice. We're not doing that right now. I just want to that's right. Be yeah, following absolutely. the rules right. yep. and whatnot. Okay. Now, yep. now so, go. Yeah. Now I can go. Huh? Now you okay. Go. <laughs> so, so first thing is you need to you need to think about yourself. Uh, you need to think about your income needs. Mm-hmm. What am I going to need in income for the rest of my life? And you know, folks, listen. If you're 65, very well could be a long life ahead for you. And so, let's don't get short sighted and start giving away too much too soon, not knowing, you know, that the end could be. 20 years down the road still. Um, and, and so that's one thing I think we need to make sure that that we ascertain what that looks like before we start making gifts to our kids and grandkids. Second is we need to think about taxes and inflation. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those things are going to go up. Uh, inflation may be up and down. Taxes, I don't see any way that they are not going to continue to rise over the next 20 years, yep. given yep. interest rates going up, given our debt. I mean, there's just so much headwind there that, that I, I don't see anything that, that's going to stop that. Um, you, you need to look at healthcare costs for yourself because that, as a retired uh, individual, will, will end up taking a huge chunk of your income. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you want to make sure that you're going to have enough there to not just cover your healthcare, but what about if we have a unexpected illness, um, not just for you, but I know a lot of times, hey, look, if, if one of your children has something, you know, unexpected illness, well, you're going to want to help that person. So we don't want to just give up too soon on our own account. Mm-hmm. Um, look at the tax implications that we're leaving behind. And then I think that the other thing we need to make sure we're looking at is, you know, what about a legacy? Mm-hmm. What, who do you want to leave it to? What is your plan for that legacy, right? Are we are we just going to give away the the quote the exclusion? Are we buying life insurance? Are we putting money into a trust? What are we doing? What's the plan? Mm-hmm. Let let's don't just 
you know, willy nilly and say, okay, I'm going to leave all my money to my kids and, and do without, which I see that. And that's not a good thing, right? We, we want to take care of ourselves. And if there's anything left, the kids get it. But let's don't go through retirement without because we want to make sure the kids get it. And when it comes to legacy planning, there's a, a, a several different avenues out there, right? Gifting on an annual basis, the trust, like I said, to avoid probate, uh, retirement accounts, you know, with Secure Act, um, it changed some stuff. Yep. And so, you, you know, there may be some better ways than just leaving your IRA to somebody by using some life insurance to, to make sure that they get tax free money. Because the retirement account, they're going to have to take it out in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and let's face it, when they when you die, they're probably going to be in their higher tax, you know, higher years of earnings. So they're going to be in a higher tax bracket than you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Cu- couple good things to, to keep in mind there. A lot that we want to be uh, mindful of, a lot that we need to be considering here. And Philip, let's just talk real quickly um, b- before we move on to the other side here, before we move on to the nays. Um, and that side of the the debate here, talk a little bit about your process for helping people discuss all of these things, not only what's going on with our our ideas for inheritance goals, but but some of those other areas of preparing for retirement as well. Well, I think a lot of this lends itself to the income planning process we go through because because that's the key, right? If, if Because then you can see where your income is going to be. How much am I going to have left at age 100? What happens if I if I do some gifting now? We can we can throw that into the mix and say, okay, look, I'm going to give, you know, fifty grand away to my all my grandkids. And so, what does that look like? How much is that going to deplete your assets? And so, that's all part of our core retirement design. Give us a call 863-285-3815 to schedule that thirty minute no obligation phone consultation. 863-285-3815. So, Philip, as we said earlier, and it's it's good to know all the different options here, um, there are no wrong answers here, right? Whether or not you plan to leave an inheritance to your loved ones, that is entirely up to you. No wrong answers. But whatever your wishes are, having a plan in place is important because those things will not happen without proper documentation, proper plans in place. So it's really important that we have these conversations, Philip. Just walk us through some of the, the, the things that we need to think about as we're approaching retirement, especially in regards to our legacy plan and other areas of preparing for retirement? Well, if we want to do legacy planning, um, you know, there's a lot of different areas that we can focus on, different ways of funding it, right? And so that's where I think you need to work with somebody that that has all those different options available. What if, you, you know, I, I want to support charities or and, and through a donor advice fund, how can I do that? We can help you with that. What if I, I want to leave, you know, a big chunk of money to, to my kids? How can I do that? And we can help you devise that plan. You know, that's, that's all part of the process of, of working with somebody that has the ability to, to really, all the tools that are out there, have access to them. Look, if you're not sure whether you're a yay or a nay when it comes to leaving inheritance, you don't have to decide now, but you need to decide soon. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Let us help walk you through that process and help you decide which side of the coin you're on there. That number is 863-285-3815. Give us a call today. Let us help you solve the yay or nay issue when it comes to inheritance. 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today. This has been the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. That's all the time we have for this week. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip, and we'll talk to you then. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. 
all investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.